Welcome to Explorations of the Heart and Soul, guided meditations by Australian Zen teacher Andrew Tutel. Find out more at ordinarymind.com.au. Andrew's Zen teachings are made possible by donations from people like you. Welcome everybody, it's really nice to see you all here. Thank you for turning up. Can you all hear me clearly? Today's guided meditation is on knowing how you feel and noticing the neutral. The Vedanas are the second foundation of mindfulness. The Buddha considered the Vedanas to be a useful way of accessing a deeper level of awareness. Whenever you Whatever you experience can be looked at more deeply by acknowledging its feeling tone. Feelings are not emotions. When I see something, hear something, or taste something, I have a sensation, a tonality. Feeling tones can be described as pleasant, unpleasant, or neutral, neither pleasant nor unpleasant. Feeling tones are attached to the senses of sight, sound, smell, taste, and touch, and to thought. By studying the feeling tones, we develop a clearer understanding of our experience. We know how we feel. This tonality really influences our life. Take a moment and settle into your posture. Checking that your spine is nice and tall. Feeling the weight on your sit bones. Noticing the in-breath. Focusing on the in-breath. Breathing in. Focusing on the out-breath. Breathing out. Expanding your awareness to include the whole body. Just noticing what arises in the body, not judging, just noticing. Now expanding the awareness to include the feeling tones. Consider the bodily experience. What are you feeling? 
is it pleasant or unpleasant? Or is it neither pleasant nor unpleasant? Not judging, just noticing. If you like, now include the sense of hearing. Observe how sounds coming into your experience can make you feel. Pleasant, unpleasant, or neither pleasant or unpleasant. Not judging, just noticing.
finally, include your thoughts, just seeing that thinking is going on. Seeing if there's a feeling tone attached to the thinking. Again, not judging, just noticing. Noticing the feeling tones. Were you attracted to the pleasant, the mind chasing, grasping and holding on? Just at the stopping of it, the stopping of the pleasant, it often becomes unpleasant. You may not notice it is unpleasant, but in everyday life, this unpleasant ending may cause you to say something nasty to someone who's done nothing. The idea is to become more aware of that aspect of the experience. Feeling tones can be light, habitual or intense. You may have noticed they change with time. What was your response to the unpleasant feeling tones? Do you try to push those thoughts away or distract yourself or ignore them? Unpleasant feeling tones have a tendency to seep sideways into other areas of our life. Does this happen in your life?
Martine Batchelor, who I had the pleasure to meet and work with, was a Zen nun for over 10 years. And she says, on a range of one to 10, pleasant can be over five for us before we even notice it is pleasant. Practicing this meditation will help us to extend the range in terms of positive feelings. We will come to notice levels of one to four as pleasant also. Due to our brain's hypervigilance for danger, with unpleasant feeling tones, we see minus, we see minus one to minus 10 more clearly than we see the positive feeling tones. It only has to be minus one for us to see it as unpleasant. This is due to the survival bias of our brain. This meditation practice helps us to see minus one as minus one and not as a minus five. Also, we often fail to notice when unpleasant feeling tones have ended, unconsciously clinging to the pain. We can come to believe it is our baseline ex existence. Observing the feeling tones, we can ask ourselves how long these feeling tones last and if they linger after the experience that triggered them. Does this happen to you?
And finally, what is your relationship with the neutral feeling tones? Neutral feeling tones are often seen as boring or dull, bland or unend or uninteresting. We paint them with a negative bias when they are by definition neither pleasant nor unpleasant. Neutral is interesting because it can move to pleasant or unpleasant according to how we perceive it, or we can move from pleasant to unpleasant to neutral. Now a personal experience that I had. I was at a women's retreat recently. We were studying the Vedanas. I noticed the squeaky door in the meditation hall was felt by me to be unpleasant. From that moment on, I heard every squeak the squeaky door made. It was really annoying. Sitting, relaxing, moving back to my breath, my bodily awareness, I came to see that maybe it was not so unpleasant after all. It could be neutral, just another noise, the music of life. My experience was freer, more relaxed and spacious. The inner commentary stopped. I hardly noticed the squeaky door anymore. Have you had any similar experiences? Christine Feldman, an international Vipassana teacher, suggests we should pay particular attention to these neutral feeling tones. She says, by becoming more comfortable with the non-eventful neutral experiences, we train the brain to be less inclined to seek towards and scan for threats, providing entry into increasing stillness. Being interested in the ordinary, the non-eventful experience opens them up. Our attention gives them life. 
neutral feeling tones can be quiet places where we find downtime in our busy life. Noticing them more, we can create more aliveness and spaciousness in our day. Interior designers know that neutral is a palette easy to live with, not hot or cold, more natural or lukewarm, known to chase after or run away from neutral. It is easy to just be with. but neutral feeling tones can easily be a blind spot for our awareness. A Zen master said, if you forget you are the ocean, you get seasick all the time. Noticing the space between the waves, the neutral. Breathing in and out and seeing the ocean itself, seeing the big picture we have freedom. Just noticing what's happening right now and feeling our feeling tone gives us a little distance from them. Not caught up identifying, we can have greater equanimity and see the whole situation. We are not disengaging, not numbing down, but responding intelligently. The Dalai Lama said, with equanimity, you can deal with situations with calm and reason while keeping your inner happiness. Notice the neutral. It really is interesting.
thank you for your dedication, your attention, and I hope that this has been helpful for you. Anyone would like to offer feedback or make a comment? Okay, I'll say something, Louise. Um, I appreciated your bringing our attention to the Vedana, the feeling tones, positive, negative, and neutral. Um, I appreciated the the use of a of the scoring as an effective tool to enhance our awareness of the differing intensities of feeling. And also I appreciated how that can be very useful in uh, monitoring our triggering or reactivity during the day. Um, and although we can make a distinction between feeling tone and emotion, I think there's a certain continuum where they sort of uh, interrelate with each other so um the appreciation i think for to feeling tones can actually contribute to being less emotionally reactive as well that's the sense i was getting of it as i was going through the the guided meditation with you so thank you for that beautiful thank you yes. I um, never have not considered looking at the neutral tones before. So that's something um, very useful that I'll incorporate into my practice. So thank you very much. 
Yes, likewise, Louise. I hadn't heard a discussion about that before too, and I really appreciated hearing that perspective, and that's going to give me something to, to think about. Yeah, lovely. Thank you. That was really helpful. Thanks, Louise. Yeah, thank you, Louise. I like the um, the part about how we sometimes cling on to the feeling tone after the event has gone, um, and I yeah, know that I do that sometimes and become yeah, become much more aware of letting that go. So thank you for that. Yes, so I found it. Um, it was very rewarding for me too to uh, write the guided meditation and to really look into those neutral aspects, which um, Andrew encouraged me to do. Uh, made me more aware of the neutral feeling tones throughout my day. And Joko Beck encourages people to to do homework after this practice and to carry it through their day and to you know, take a pause and try to just notice, particularly neutral, because um, there is a lot of peace to be found, a lot of quiet time, anxious times. It's a really wonderful opportunity to um, extend the positive too, to notice that, that you know, some things are positive and we don't even notice them until they're level five. I thought that was a really good point. an opportunity to bring more joy into our lives as well as more calm and equanimity. And it's interesting that the Buddha placed this practice so high on their lists. Traditionally in a Vipassana retreat, they do the, um, the focus on the breath for the first day, then on the bodily awareness, and then on the feeling tones. So they're considered very high up there in the mindfulness practice. It's funny that we even have to um, be encouraged to look at our feelings. You know, it's sort of indicative of our culture that we are often very much out of touch with our feelings. It's only when someone says to us, and how are you feeling? And you go, oh, how am I feeling? <laughs> but for us to ask ourselves that question throughout the day uh, and check in with ourselves when things are going a little bit, of, you know, we're getting caught up, it's quite useful. Sometimes creeps up on you, you know, and you think, you know, I'm not, you know, after you've been with people, and sometimes you think, gee, I'm feeling really good, and other times it's not feeling so good. And I like that one about the squeaky door because I find the repetitive noise is very annoying. Yeah, and that's a few triggers. Um, it could be some kind of like there's feeling tones and then there's what we call emotions and then there's also what 
in our culture too, we sometimes call moods. And uh, it's often, we're often in a mood which we're not necessarily consciously aware of, but the mood certainly shapes our experience of the day. Even sometimes we can get out of, the, out of bed in the morning in a particular mood. And, uh, that, and that's another kind of, um, um, I think, worthwhile um, becoming aware of as part of our practice. And uh, these distinctions between feeling tones, moods, emotions, very interesting. Yes, when they, when they said that feeling tones sometimes seep sideways, I think that's, for me, that's what a mood is. It's kind of like something that's triggered a mood and it moves into other areas of our life and sometimes it can be, you know, something that carries on for the whole day. And then it would be a mood. Lovely, yeah. Okay, well, we're coming towards the end, Louise, so I'll let you make some concluding comments and then I'll ring the bell. Uh, well, my concluding comments would be that um, I think it's a very useful practice to check in with ourselves regularly to really try to notice where we're at with our, with our feelings um, with the feeling tones, whether we are feeling just generally pleasant or unpleasant or neutral, is it's quite different from noticing emotions because it's more primal, it's more basic. It's the first reaction that we get when we get the input from the sensory perception. And um, so it really brings us to that moment-to-moment -moment awareness, which is really what... Uh, meditation is about being in the present being with the moment so yeah the um guided meditation teachers that i've studied who are looking at this were also um suggesting we could include when we look at things when we open our eyes and we walk around what feeling tones we get from from our visual perceptions or our our sense of smell or taste, is it pleasant or unpleasant? We could just try it as an experiment and see it as a way of getting to know ourselves better, to develop a, to, it's a tool for self-observation, for self-understanding. <laughs>